You are now listening to the Let's Talk Real podcast, the podcast that brings you honest and authentic perspectives on different topics within our society. Now, let's talk real. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Real. I'm your host, Kiana Jalili, and today is joining us Tyrus Fleetwood. Welcome, Tyrus. Um, before I jump into the episode, please tell us a little more about yourself. Hey, Kiana. Thank you so much for having me on. It is a pleasure. Um, before I get started, I'm very excited to be here. And um, I'm happy for you for, for starting this platform. This is big. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, right now, I am a master's student at the University of Florida. I am uh, in the almost at the end of my program, a master's in public health program with a concentration in social and behavioral sciences. Uh, among getting my education right now, I'm uh, started my own podcast. Uh, I'm in the process of starting another uh, show as well, and um, you know, I have my own clothing line, uh, Save Saints. We'll plug that in <laughs> at the at the end of here. Um, and then uh, just, you know, just working. Uh, I'm, I'm from Maryland. Uh, so for those of you that are, that are in Canada, um, back here in the States, uh, from Hagerstown, Maryland, right outside of Baltimore, Maryland, uh, where I, I went to school at Washington Adventist University, my undergrad. And I received my uh, bachelor's in counseling psychology. And I was also a four-year uh, basketball player at um, WAU, and now I'm also continuing my uh, basketball endeavors at the professional level. Um, I did sign a contract in Belarus, unfortunately due to COVID-19, I could not go. So I'm still here in Florida, just training and just working on, you know, my my other other passions. Well, thank you. I'm pretty sure you have a very busy life. Before I actually start talking about today's topic, which is self-love, I want to ask you a question. Um, How do you manage all of this? So um, uh, you said that your your basketball had to, you had to put a pause on it. And so how did you deal with that? Like how did basically COVID-19 affected your life? I mean, so for me, it was... You know, basketball has been something that I've always wanted to do. Um, so it's, you know, it, it affected me a lot because from age four, when I told my dad, you know, I want to go and play professional basketball, uh, we have been training, we have been working ever since, you know, and now I'm here as a 25-year-old man um, and my opportunity has presented itself and then a pandemic hits. Um, and it, you know, it just basically puts a, a stop to the very thing that you were you've been working your whole life for um so it affects it um drastically but i always like to find a positive in everything um so for me i mean this happened back in march and you know now we're what october um so for me i've i've grown a lot from march to october um and i see it as a process that you know maybe if i was overseas i wouldn't have grown maybe i wouldn't have um, tapped into the very things that i needed to uh, as an individual, uh, you know, and like you talk about self-love, like we're going to get into today, you know, it's, I don't think that I obviously can't speak for if I was over there, but, you know, looking back on who I was and who I am right now, um, the effect that COVID-19 
you know, it ended up for me personally, as a person, uh, you know, it, it did a lot of great wonders. So I can't, I can't even be mad, you know, too mad. I think, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be, and you know, here we are. Yep. Well, thank you for sharing your story and thank you for joining us today. All right. I am going to start off by asking you the very first question that, you know, it came to me when I was learning about self-love over the past four years. And the question is, what is your definition of self-love? It's a great question. And I, before I, before I answer that, I want to, I think self-love can be different for different people. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that for my own personal definition, um, I find self-love as being uh, one that is something that involves learning yourself, you know, being one with yourself, um, being able to, to shut out the world in a sense and, and take care of you personally as an individual. Um, like I said, you know, going back to my story, uh, basketball had been something that I've, I've put so much of an emphasis on in my life to the point where that's who I kind of, or what I place my identity in. So I wasn't necessarily finding Tyrus, right? I've been searching to find Tyrus, the basketball player. Um, so, you know, when I presented an opportunity to actually go and do the very thing that I love to do, and then it gets stopped. Now it's like, okay, what else do you have? Well, the one thing I have is me, you know, like as yeah. long as I'm here on earth, you know, this is, this is me. I have to learn me to the best of my capabilities. Um, so I can learn, I can, you know, continue to move forward and evolve in life. And so self love, I was able to, you know, actually realize that self love is actually sitting down, getting away from everything, um, and, and learning myself and becoming one with myself, my feelings, my emotions, understanding why I feel certain ways and different, you know, situations. I've learned so much, Kiana, <laughs> during this time yes. through, through relationship, you know, through relationship with other people and relationship with myself, you know, the interpersonal uh, relationship and interpersonal is, is something that's very big. Um, so, you know, just learning myself is my biggest concept of self-love because I feel like you can't love yourself fully if you don't know who you truly are honestly that's amazing one thing i love about self-love is that i love to hear you know people's definition of it because it's just amazing everyone has their own definition of it and thank you for sharing that that was that was amazing thank you and um my next question is would you say you've always had self-love absolutely not absolutely not i feel like you if you I don't think I've fully grasped, and I feel like we're, you know, I'm always learning, I'm constantly learning, right? So to the magnitude that I've grasped self-love now, I definitely didn't have even a couple months ago outside of, you know, always having it. Um, because I placed my, my time, my effort, my energy into one thing for so long, uh, I never really tailored um, life to, to me as a person, right? I tailored it towards a game. Um, and that was an outlet for me, 
So in a sense, it was some type of self-love because it gave me peace. It gave me enjoyment. Um, but then when I got away from it, because, you know, basketball is only a game, you know, it doesn't last forever. Uh, you know, what else, what else is there? Um, so self-love was something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always known about, especially as a psychology major, right? Like, you know about it, you know, how important the mind is and how important uh, what you feed yourself, you know, both physically and, and mentally, spiritually, that nourishment, um, you know, is something that's very important. Um, but I myself haven't really practiced it and been able to obtain it until maybe this year, you know, early this year, because I actually made it a habit to practice. Yeah, I, um, I, I believe that people's definition of self-love also changes, you know, over the years. And a lot of people, you know, they think it's just, um, it's one thing and then they grow up and then it's another thing. Yeah. So, um, that's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. That's a very great point. Self-love definitely, I think it does evolve over time. It, yes. it has to. I mean, if you're growing as a person and you're learning new facets of yourself, because I've learned that like there's so, so many different parts of who I am. Yep. So in order to tailor love and self, you know, self-love and care to those areas, yeah. I mean, there has to be, you know, some type of shift in my definition of how I, how I give those things attention. Of course. And one, one big thing about it is that um, a lot of people uh, start practicing self-love you know, usually after a heartbreak or a breakup or when something tragic happens to them. Why do you think that happens? Like, why do you think they, they wait for that to realize about self-love? I think that, you know, when you go through those type of things, um, usually as people, we rely on other people to fill voids in our life. Um, so when you have a certain thing or individual that is in your life for so long, um, you don't really know what you're missing. You know, you give so much attention and time to this one thing or person that you're not really understanding or, or, or giving yourself the attention, the self-love that you really need. So once that thing is gone, once it's taken from you, right? Because I think everything happens for a reason. Um, there's things that are taken from us and there's things that are brought into our life for a reason. It's our job to understand why. Um, you know, once we go through that heartbreak or that tough, you know, that just that tough incident, um, you see that there's a void. You see that there's a void and we always long to fill the void. Now, whether someone fills that void through finding something else because people always love to say, Oh, you just need to find something else to take it, take your mind off of it. That's not true. You know, that's not true at all. And, and in fact, that's very damaging because you're only suppressing, you know, the very thing that you need to confront and work on because that I believe people come and go and, you know, there's something that, that comes with life that, you know, once those people go, you always, like I said, have yourself, and if you haven't confronted your own things, your own things that are hidden in the dark, you're always going to look for something else to numb the pain. And you don't really realize that those very things that you're struggling with, you're going and you're 
infecting and affecting somebody else yeah. as well. So once you go through that heartbreak, right, you, you look at it from a, looking from an outside perspective, um, because this is a great question. And I feel like this is something that I've experienced, not necessarily a heartbreak, but I've had a, a realization of um, certain feelings and emotions and at a, mm. at a quick amount of time. And I, and I sought to re like really understand why, why am yeah. I feeling this way in such a short amount of time? Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that I hadn't given myself the self-love self that I needed. Yeah. And I was looking for it in somewhere else. Um, so once I was able to actually say, hey, something's missing. Once I was able to get away from, you know, the person or the thing that was filling the void, um, yeah. then I could actually look at myself. You know, I could look myself in the mirror and say, what is it? And yeah. we figure it out. You know, I like to read. I like to write. You know, I, I, I think I think those are the most profound things that we can that we can tap into. Like reading is something that's so, so intellectual in the fact that you get to actually tap into somebody else's mind that has experienced things, you know, and they've gained a certain amount of wisdom, knowledge and understanding of their situation and they pass it on. Yeah. And through those readings, you know, you're able to, to grasp, you know, it may not be your exact situation, but you can still take those scenarios and apply them to your own, you know, and make it your own. Um, so I, you know, I, I did those type of things to make it seem like, you know, okay, what, okay, this is, I, I have to fill this void, but it can't be through something else or, or somebody else. You know, I have to, I have to find self-love and I have to take care of myself first. Then I can learn to take care of and love somebody else. That's a really good point because I believe, uh, you know, a lot of us, uh, we forget to kind of check in with ourselves, you know, like every day, it's just like, you just sit there and just like checking yourself is like, okay, like how is Tyrus doing? How's Tiana doing? Like, what am I feeling right now? Because we're just so busy, you know, doing our own thing. And we forget to kind of give that little love that we give to our job, the people around us, our family to ourselves. It's like, okay, I'm worried about this person. I just got off the phone call with my friend. My friend was not feeling well, but then how about me? And you mentioned it really good because it's just like, you got to just, just sit there and just like deal with your emotions and feelings at some point, yeah. you know, instead of finding a distraction to again, because yeah. it's going to be the same story over and over again. Right. That's a, right. I, it's something that's so, it's imperative to our growth. I was talking to a friend the other day and yeah. it's like, you know, you, you know, they, they're like trying to figure out why these things keep happening, yeah. why I keep running into the same person. And yeah. it's like, at the, at some point you have to look at yourself, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're attracting, you're attracting the same type of people in different forms, not necessarily because of the individual that you're coming in contact with, but maybe it's something that, you have to check and look at for yourself. Yeah. You know, so it's important that, you know, you sit back and you, you take that, that step away to, to give yourself what you need so you can grow and understand yourself. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And there was a, there's a saying that says self-love is a journey, not a destination. 
What does this mean to you? Oh, I mean, it just goes back to what you were saying. Like, it's an everyday thing. Like, we, we are constantly on go. Yeah. We're constantly, you know, working, trying to find the next thing to, to help us progress, um, trying to keep up with social media and new trends and new ideas. And, uh, you know, it just shows you that it's a, that quote there, it tells me that it's, this process is never ending. Yeah. As long as I'm on earth, as long as I am, I'm continuing to grow as a person and seek who I am and understand myself. This self-love thing will never, you know, because it's like any relationship. Yeah. Right? Like if you if you look at marriage, if you look at having a boyfriend or girlfriend, or even you know a a platonic relationship, like you have to tailor those things. You have to, you have to nurture them. You have to, you know, water those things. It's like with any seed, you know, you have to take care of it and it's not a plant it and walk away and never come back. Mm -hmm. No, you know, you have to go, you have to water it. It has to be a daily thing. So yeah. when you look at self love, you know, it being a journey and not a destination, it's one of those things that you have to water every single day. You, if you don't have anybody else, you have yourself. Right. During this quarantine, if nobody, if, if you haven't learned anything, right. We, yeah. we all had an excuse to stay away from a lot of people and yeah. be, we had a lot of time to ourselves. If you don't, if you don't have not walked away from this opportunity and I, I call it an opportunity, like I said, I like to find positives and everything. Uh, if you haven't walked away from this opportunity and seeing that you have yourself and seeing that you have areas that, you know, you need to grow in, and that this is something that you have to make because it's, it's at the end of the day, it's a habit, right? And our habits are, you know, it, it takes a while to form them, but it also takes a while to break them. And a lot of us have been creating bad habits along the way. So it takes a shift in our mentality to say, hey, I'm going to give myself the love I need. Yeah. And in order for you to form a habit, it has to be consistent. You have to be disciplined enough to do it every single day. So that is just, I love that quote. That's, I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's from a life coach from Instagram. I forgot her name. She mentioned it. And it just kind of, you know, I was like, wow, it hit me. So I, yeah, I remembered it. And um, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying because um, personally for me, you know, we all got insecurities. We all got stuff going on. And People, I, I thought that at some point I'm going to reach self-love. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to like check it off on my list. I reach self-love. And that's not it because some days I wake up and I, I feel so good about myself. You know, I'm like, yes, I love myself. I love what I'm doing. I love my job, everything. I'm grateful. And then the next day, you know, my insecurities just all up in my face and I just, I feel down. That's when I got to get back to practicing self-love. That's when I'm going to have to start checking in myself and just kind of be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. It's okay. Like, you know, my, my feelings are valid. Um, this is justified. My stress is justified. Anything like that. So I, yes, I agree with what you're saying. Definitely. And it's, uh, so um, some people find self-love through, let's say, 
getting a nails done, buying new shoes. Um, what do you think about this? Like, do, do you agree that this is just self-love or in a way, um, what do you think happens to these people if they keep thinking that this is self-love, just, just pampering themselves? And um, I think that that is a form. I don't think it is the end all be all. Uh, like I said, for me, it was, you know, and still is basketball or working out or, you know, going on my podcast and, and talking, you know, about the things that, um, that are going on or getting things off my chest. Um, you know, all of those are forms of self love in a sense that you're, you are, you are feeding something that gives you joy something that brings you happiness right all of that is forms um but i i wouldn't say to stop there you know if that's something that you can get away from people you know when i say people your immediate circle or you know family friends um you know going and get your nails done or you know whatever that whatever that getaway is you know if that's what it is um absolutely continue Mm -hmm. to do that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as as long as you can do it and it doesn't, you know, I, I like to be as frugal as possible. <laughs> so my self-love does not involve yeah. spending money. Um, I can tell you one thing. If I'm spending money, um, it's probably, you know, if I'm feeling down about myself and I'm spending money, it's it's not for my self-love. You know, it's to to kind of suppress something. And that yeah. never benefits my pocket at all. Um, so if that if that's something that you can do yeah. and that's you know financially feasible for yourself, you know by all means do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I I I always and will always till to the end of time for myself. I I stress finding yourself. Sit, be able to be by yourself, and learn yourself. And, and sometimes you don't, sometimes it's not just sitting there right by yourself. Sometimes it's actually opening up a book. I know a lot of people don't like to read, yeah. uh, but having the discipline to just read um, or just writing down your thoughts and your feelings. Yeah. You know, I often ask people, I, I like to ask a lot of questions. So I'll ask people like, what are you thinking? And people say nothing. Well, unless you have no brain, <laughs> right? Like unless <laughs> nothing's up there, you have to be thinking something. You have to be yeah. feeling like something something happened throughout your day, something happened throughout your mm-hmm. life for you to have some type of feeling and emotion, mm-hmm. tap into it and f- trying to figure out why. And, you know, you know, kind of shift Cause once you figure that out, you shift your thinking and you can shift your life direction. Yeah. And, you know, and life is, life is all about energy and, you know, the things that we put out, we, we do get back, you know, we definitely get back. So you have to, I always stress finding yourself. You know, obviously find things that bring you happiness and joy, but self-love is a discipline. It's a practice. It's not easy. It's not easy because if it was easy, we all would be doing it at a very high level. But it's something that you actually have to say. Sometimes you have to get to a very low point to say, I need to take care of myself. Yeah. You know, I've I've gotten away from myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that stuff right there is easy. Like it's easy for me to go work out. Yeah. Like before we got on this, I was going, I went to work out because that was my time that I needed for me. Yeah. Right. 
and I needed that. But that's easy for me. Actually being able to, to sit down and read and write and actually go through and collect my thoughts and my feelings and feel like, just go through maybe some encounters that I had in a day and try to figure out why I did what I did and how I could have handled it better. Like, those are the things that, you know, are real self-love because that uh, involves growing, right? So by all means, keep getting your nails done. You know, I'm I'm big on that. (laughs) But, you know, actually find what it is about yourself, tap into who you are as a person. Yeah, no, I, yes, that's, you answered that perfectly. Very, (laughs) that was great. Thank you for that. Also, um, so you know how in schools we, you know, we grow up, we learn about a lot of things that at a time your teacher would be like, hey, like you're going to be using this. And then I, now I'm grown and I'm like, well, I never used this one lesson that I cried over, you know, during my test, I never used it. And I, I believe that self-love should be like taught in schools from a very young age. I, I believe that teachers should start talking about self-love, about anxiety, about stress, about depression, whatever you go through as an adult or not even as an adult, when stuff hit you, it could be, you could be a teenager. You could not be a teenager. You could be an adult. But I believe that we do not learn this stuff in school that are so necessary. You know, it's like, it's like the same thing. It's like, like we were talking about how someone goes through a breakup, right? And all of a sudden they're going through a breakup and then they cry and they're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should start practicing self-love. I feel like if we are, we, we already like know about it, then when, you know, stuff, you know, doesn't go our way, then we don't have to like kind of just start learning about it because that's hard. I feel like it would have been, easier if you learn about it in schools and why why do you think to this day they still really don't don't care about it um i mean i I see school as like a system you know there's a set curriculum that has been in place for for years um so there's a lot of things you know financial literacy um you know there's uh politics like you know like how like i remember like there's just so much you know there's so many different things yeah um and honestly i would i would say that i disagree with that up until this point i think now in this current age kids need to be taught self-love especially in the age of instagram twitter snapchat Mm -hmm where they're seeking validation through, um, you know, a a platform. Yeah. Um, Before, Mm -hmm. I would say that, you know, we just, I kind of feel like you need to go through life. You need to go through experience. Um, I don't even necessarily think that a lot of the people that are in place for our school systems, uh, maybe they don't know what self-love is to teach it. You know, that I feel like, like I said, it's a practice, it's a discipline. Yeah. Um, and not everybody has, it's not an age thing, right? Like you were saying, like, yeah. this is something that can be, I've talked to 40 year olds, I've talked to 60 year olds, I've talked to 15 year olds, 
Yeah. It's it's something that is, you know, it, it fluctuates. Yeah. Um, everybody encounters different things at different moments in their life. And, you know, who's to say that the 40-year-old teacher can teach the 14-year-old kid about self-love? Mm-hmm. Maybe the, the 14-year-old kid has been through some things that they've already had to encounter self-love and that the 40-year-old could probably learn from them. You know, I, I don't put age on things. So the school system itself, it just goes back to being a, a discipline. And, yeah. and with that, maybe college, you know, maybe college, we can, we can incorporate uh, that in, in psychology, which I kind of think it, you know, it is to an extent. Um, but as far as, you know, grade school, um, that's tough. That, that's a really tough thing to, you know, put on them, especially because, I mean, bring it to the forefront, right? Let them know what it is, but yeah. there is, self-love is different for different people. So you yeah. kind of have to figure that out as you go through life and you, you know, you go through things. Uh, I, I agree. Um, you know, as a, as a, as a teacher, I feel like kids uh, have their own way of understanding, you know, and I always thought that obviously I'm not going to sit, you know, to elementary schools be like, Hey, you got to have self-love because it's going to help you out in the future. Obviously yeah. they're going to I already love myself because, you know, they, their understanding is very different. Yeah. But I, I believe that we need to, like, have a time within, like, you know, when they're at school. Like, give them a 30 minutes to write down their thoughts, their feelings. How are you doing today? Because me, usually, I ask all my students, like, how are you guys doing? How, how do you guys feel about the whole pandemic? How, how do you guys feel about the lockdown? Like, since it started. And when the kids talk about their feelings, um, and they, they feel that they're being hurt. And, you know, I, I validate the feeling. Someone says, oh, it's boring. I understand it's boring. Or someone yeah. says, it's you know? And um, I believe that uh, that's, it's really important, at least yeah. for, as teachers, we just um, teach them, you know, it's okay to talk about your feelings. Because like you said earlier, um, you just gotta sit down and say like, okay, uh, this is me. This is how I feel. I'm going to deal with it. Or you got to have your me time. You, you, you went to the gym because it's important for you. And then you sit down, you write, you read. And I just, I always thought that it should be at least mentioned in, you know, in a creative way because kids right. are little, they're, they like everything to be creative. Right. I think that's a that's a very good point that you that you just mentioned, um, especially as being a teacher, you're seeing it firsthand. Um, and I, I commend you for that. And I would say keep doing that um, because we live in a society that is constantly business as usual. You know, so it's like you can go through whatever. And I mean, I've been through things where, you know, you you go through something one night and the next morning you have to go into work. And it's as if nothing happened. So you shut out your feelings completely, right? For the benefit of a company that has nothing, they don't know about your personal life. They're not caring about your self-love. They just want you to come in and take care of business so their company thrives. Um, So, I mean, that right there, I think that's something that, you know, should be incorporated. Kids should understand what it means to, to actually sit down and think about how they're feeling and you know 
what they feel about certain, you know, things that are going on in the world. It goes yeah. back to me asking, what are you thinking about? And you tell us nothing. Well, you have no thoughts about what's going on in the pan like with the pandemic. Like there's nothing there. Yeah. So being able to to have that instilled in them at that age is something that I feel like, you know, can it can carry on and it can have them have them think. It can open up their mind to new ideas and new possibilities of, of who they are and how the world is operated. Yeah. And um, another question that I had. So, you know, the whole idea about social media influencers mm -hmm. and YouTubers, um, there is not much, uh, there's not much about self-love, you know, on social media. Um, I mean, I, I thought that I was going to find more of uh, influencers talking about self-love, right? But it's usually the, you know, the relationship coaches and then the life coaches that usually bring it up because that's what they do. It's their, their profession. And why do you think that as social media influencers, they talk about anything and everything, but the actual stuff that people need to hear or people need to like understand to be able to go through what they're going through. Um, I think it goes back to the little kid that would say, this is boring. Yeah. You know, uh, we live in such a fast paced world um, and we want things fast. We want to fill those voids that we all have. Um, so whether it's, you know, how to earn a quick buck or, you know, how to get into this car um, or, you know, how to, to be in, you know, our data Instagram model or, you know, just a day in the life, like what it's like to actually have these things. Um, so people live in a, a false reality. Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's just something that they don't, they don't find it appealing, you yeah. know? And a lot of people, a lot of Instagram influencers, and I put air quotes because these people, these people have their own stuff that they haven't dealt with. Yeah. They've they've tricked in a logarithm or whatever they've done to obtain some type of platform on these mm -hmm. uh, Instagrams, Twitters, whatever, to yeah. earn some type of money. And I guess the world deems them influencers based on that. But these people have uh, things that they necessarily have not dealt with. So I don't necessarily think that they know what self-love is. You know, I don't care how many – I've talked about it on my pod, like – I don't think I don't put any person on a pedestal. So for me, it's like you can have everything in the world, but that doesn't mean you know what it means to take care of yourself. You know, that doesn't mean you know what it means to to love who you are, because a lot of these people, they just put on materialistic things, you know, cars, jewelry, clothes, shoes, um, you know, you name it, you know, just keep going down the line. None of that, all of that is appealing to the eye, but not beneficial to the soul. So, you know, I don't think that those people have necessarily been able to, to obtain what it means to be disciplined enough for self-love. Yeah. Um, so without it, and it goes back to the schools, you know, whoever it is, yeah. if you don't, if you don't have it, if you haven't practiced it, 
right? You just don't know to talk about it. I look at it like, Kiana, I look at this like any, any discipline, whether it's psychology, um, business, law, like you can go down all of the disciplines, right? If we haven't studied those things, yeah, we may be able to touch on a little bit, but we can't go into detail because we haven't studied that. We haven't practiced that. Yeah. It's not embedded in our mind. So I look at self-love in the same fashion. Yeah. If I haven't practiced this, if I haven't sought out after it and, and learned and, and read up on it and, and looked myself in the mirror, I can't dive into that topic too much, yeah. you know? So uh, the, the social media influencers themselves, I mean, they have a lot to work on. They need to, I think we first need to influence our, our own self before we can influence uh, millions of people. But, you know, leave it to social media. They've, they've taken that ran with it. I, yes, I agree. Um, I, I agree. I know exactly what you're talking about, about um, they have stuff to deal with. And if they don't know it, they can't talk about it. Yes, that's, I really like that. And um, the reason why I chose to talk about self-love today is because I, I believe that for my second episode for this podcast, it was something that self-love is something that it's very important for me. And um, I've been researching, I've been reading about it. And thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your stories. Um, I really appreciate it. And one last thing before I wrap up, uh, what would you say to whoever is listening to this podcast? What would you want to tell them about self-love? Let's say, what's their first step to self-love? I think the first step to self-love is, is realizing that you don't really know who you are first step is actually realizing that you need to love yourself. Um, whoever's listening to this, you know, in order for you to love anybody or anything in the capacity of which love is supposed to be given, you must first love yourself. You must first give it to yourself. Um, because like the quote said, this is a journey. And, you know, we fall, you know, things fade away, but we have to keep watering them. We have to keep, you know, giving those seeds that we've planted what they need to actually grow. So sit down, look yourself in the mirror and, you know, take away from, from life. Like it's okay. Like sometimes I'll, I'm, I'm involved in so much and I'm sure like many people are, sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes you just, hey, guys, I'm not feeling well today. Take two days to yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that. You deserve that. You need that. Sit, sit down, look yourself in the mirror, write down your feelings. Understand that, you know, I know we, we live in a world that, you know, we have New Year's resolutions, right? The New Year is upon us. And, and you have, you have, you have all these resolutions and it's always, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to gain 10 pounds or I want to, you know, I want to, I want to eat a certain way. 
Um, I want to read a certain amount of books, whatever it is, but there, it always omits self-love. It always omits yourself taking care of who you are as a person, right? We always do things that want to make us physically attractive to the world. Yeah. But I want whoever's listening to understand that the interpersonal relationship that you have, which is the one that you have with yourself, is the most important thing that one can have while being here outside of, you know, if you believe in a higher power, you know, tapping into to your creator and understanding. I think that those things are the biggest part, you know, to to self-love. Without them, you know, without understanding who you are, without understanding, you know, how to truly love, you won't be able to give it in the in the um in the way that it needs to be given. Um so that's that's what I would say. Kiana, I thank you so much for having me on. Again, I'm very proud of you. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, I look forward to, to hearing many more episodes and hopefully I can be back on for another one. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. And again, thank you for sharing your stories and amazing thoughts on self-love. And thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope you all learned something from it. You can relate to what we talked about. And yes, thank you and have a great day.